0: This is Comic Tating, the comic book review arm of the Nerdables family of podcasts. And as always, Comic Tating is generously sponsored by Earth 2 Comics. Let the nerds take over! Us? Us? Oh. What's up, comic book lovers? Sebastian and I joining you again for the latest issue of Comic Tating. Big week this week, so much so that we've actually probably going to break it in half. I think what I think we ended up with like 14 books that I thought there's maybe we should talk good, about. Yeah. So yeah, after a couple of weeks of trying to struggle to find stuff we want to talk about, there was too much this week, so we've moved some stuff to next week as well, but we want to get through uh, four big releases and a really awesome Superman book this week as well. Uh, we finally have Marvel stuff to talk about. We do. There's, we do. there's three new number ones this week for Marvel uh, as they start their Marvel now... Again, being now. Yeah. So it's more now now, now. now it's now. But now it's now. Not not then. It's now. Then, now. So not then now. Um, you know it's there, they kind of do this every fall. It seems like there's a big push with new books. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot of stuff that comes out of the fallout of Civil War, but we'll get into that. But we're actually going to start with Brian Azzarello and Edward Rizzo's Moonshine Number One from Image Comics. Of course, this team did Hundred Bullets. They did. Did all hundred issues hundred bullets had a hundred issues. Who would have known? Uh, so Sad that, that
1: show never got made. I was one of the oh, yeah, we're they announced a just, while ago,
0: and then just never, That's a tough show to make.
1: It is. It is.
0: Gotta, I mean, you got to get something really.
1: What happens after they use all hundred bullets?
0: Yeah, and there's then, nothing. Then
1: there's nothing after that. And then
0: well, somebody no. got to finish that. I read because I read that in issues, and somewhere in the sixties, I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. I can't keep track of it because that's sort of when I started to kind of look at why certain you know, why certain artistic choices are made in books like superheroes and stuff like that and it was because everybody looked different if they had a costume If you just put everybody out in a suit, everybody kind of looks the same and you can't really keep track of them. Uh, So you're thinking back like, wait, was that Graves or was that the other guy? Like, wait, who is this and who is that? I'm not saying that Rizzo's art makes everybody look the same. It's just it's much easier for your mind to comprehend. If that guy's in a purple suit and that guy's in a red suit and that guy's in a blue suit, we know who everybody is. Um, But Hundred Bullets is a very influential uh, crime noir book. Um, they've come back to their kind of crime nor new- roots with a bit of a supernatural uh, tinge to it. Um, we have a book, uh, you know, since it's Moonshine, it is set in the 1920s. Uh, West Virginia, we start uh, with... We've got some G-men. Yeah, I got looking, some G-men looking, looking through the... Looking for stills. Looking for stills through the forest and then they come upon something that does not agree with them. We'll just put it that way. And... Uh, we're gonna give away the first three pages of the book. They don't make it.
1: They don't make it. the guys <laughs> on the guys on the cover do not make it. Yeah,
0: they're on the cover. Uh, there's two covers to it. I don't actually we don't have the B cover at the moment, but um, the a cover here, uh, really nice, just nice central, strong image.
1: It actually feels like the first panel to the book
0: in a way, yeah, I mean, you go right into them walking through the through the dark here. I mean they're, they're kind of silhouetted against the moonlight on the cover. Red, black, and white. That's it. So, very, uh, it's a very strong cover from a from a design standpoint. The title itself gives away a little bit of it as it's got like the marks through it. Um, but you can't go wrong with this team. They've done a couple of things since, I think. I can't think of anything. I mean, they haven't done anything in terms of like a gigantic run, but.
1: No, but they've done some stuff here. Brian Venarello and, done Bryce, some piece of and Edward, Eduardo Rizzo have been in and out. They've done Batman yeah. stuff together. Yes, they have. So, it's been. It's it's good to have them back in this capacity, and I enjoyed. Yeah. It. I en- actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I like the setting, and I like the time period, and I like all of the the moonshine runners, and you know all the the hooch parlors, and
0: yeah, setting it where it is. I mean, the, the basis of the story is there's a gentleman. Era. Yeah, there's a prohibition era. There's a gentleman that's sent down, uh, a, a ne'er do well sent down from the New York mob bosses to find this gentleman who is distilling. To meet with James Cagney, basically. Basically. Uh, <laughs> To 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 find this gentleman who is making um a superior brand of liquor that this mob boss wants to bring back up to New York to yep. use in his clubs. So that's the basic premise of it. He meets with this person and then everything kind of goes south from there. There's a lot more going on than that just normal premise. Like we said, there's a supernatural element to it. Um and it one becomes of the, very clear you know, right bec- at the yeah, beginning. Right at the beginning, but but we kind of find out who it is towards the middle. Um and then the last third of the book is completely different. As he's kind of walking through the forest, and he runs into really kind of a revival for the um, for the African Americans that are there, and we really don't know where that's going to go to. Right. Um, but that's that's the last part of it. So he wants mm, a drink. Yeah, not not giving away the ending. I don't think, but. Um, Dialogue is always is really good. Brian Azarello has that strength. Uh, I think all those guys with those those vertigo runs, those those sixty to hundred. You got Garthenaus and and, uh, and, and and Brian Caveon and and Brian Azarello and Jason Aaron that kind of cut their teeth on those big runs. Right. All you know superior guys who have good plot lines, great character, great dialogue, um, a, a real commitment to quality from start to finish. that seems well well thought out well planned and well executed and it was it's one of the books that it was uh was it image expo this year i mean they just kept throwing stuff up on yeah, the thing yeah. you know seven to eternity coming and moonshine's coming and 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 a couple other books that that have already come, and a couple of books that we're still waiting for but moonshine was one of the ones that struck my uh, struck my fancy because uh i loved hundred bullets so much um, for as long as I as I was able to keep with it. At some point I gotta yeah. get back to that. And Images um,
1: bring in their A-game constant. Yeah,
0: and it always is. And so hopefully we get a nice big run of this before the inevitable hiatus that Image always gives them their, <laughs> their creators or their creators take on their own since they run their own schedule. But a good solid start. Uh, basically something where it kind of lives up to expectations, not gonna blow your socks off, but at the same time, there's there's a lot. <laughs> there's yeah. not a lot you're gonna find that's better.
1: Right. It's got a great introduction to specific, very specific characters. One in particular we're gonna be following around for a little bit, and it's got it's got a little bit of that supernatural, horror-y kind of twist to it, which makes it really really yeah. intriguing. Especially because yes, yeah, 1929. Got it's a good month for the for the yeah. supernatural. We're stuff. in the deep south, so there's a lot of you know that uh, mysticism and uh, whatnot going on for just that part of the the united states at the time especially it's they set it up sort of at the very very end of the book where he goes to the small encampment with uh, the african-americans who sort of live by themselves out in the middle of the bayou or out in the middle of uh, the forest
0: so, was so the forest, they're in virginia yeah. so it's so not as deep as we think but not still yeah, same not idea. super deep I mean,
1: but it's 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 interesting it's, it's
0: it's still it's still the south it's still hillbilly country quote-unquote yes. That people want to talk about. So
1: I'm very, very intrigued by what they're going to be doing.
0: Yeah. Good start. Uh, let's get into the Marvel books. We've got three to talk about, and we're going to start with one of their big releases. This is one of the ones that, they, that Marvel has been um, championing for oh. a while now. Woo. Uh, coming out the name of, of the title of the book, yeah. the introduction uh, to the book. Mark Wade has been doing the all-new, all-different Avengers from the start last year at the end of Secret Wars. It was the new Avengers team. It was a mix of old and new. You had you had uh, Tony Stark, and you had the female Thor, and you had um, uh, Sam Wilson, but you also had Nova, who was yep. young um, uh, Sam, Miss Marvel, the Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Spider-Man was in it. So there was a, a cool mix when he first started of these veteran characters that have been through this before, and then these young, yeah. these young whippersnappers, yeah. who the are coming Avengers up, and yeah, essentially so being part it.
1: of the team more than uh, yeah. a separate team. Yeah,
0: and from there through the events that have been happening through the last year, and as we've come up to this Civil War II and heroes fighting heroes and all of that type of stuff, we had Sam and Miles quit the team yep. recently, and. In this issue, we find out, I'm not going to give anything away because you know she's on the new team. And champions number one from Mark Wade and Huberto Ramos. Uh, Kamala Khan, our new Miss Marvel, has quit the team as well. Yeah. And the reason that she quits the team is that the Avengers, the Avengers are still doing the fighting, they're still stopping the bad guy, but they don't seem to care to her. They're not doing the aftermath. They don't care about you know they're laying waste to the city, but in a way that Sam even says, you know, there's there's unions for this. There's only so much we can do. We don't want to step on other people's toes. Right, right. She's like, we got to do more. We got to be, you know, the, the, as the tagline says, because the world still needs heroes.
1: It's that you know moment. It's like I don't know how to repair uh, brick wall siding. Do you? Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe we should yeah, leave this to, to the do, professionals. Yeah, you don't want to make anything
0: worse and and everything like that. So she puts together. She she's really the the catalyst of this. And puts together a new team, um, and they call themselves the Champions, which of course is a, a nod to one of the, the elder teams of the of the Marvel Universe as Champions, Defenders, Great Lakes Avengers, Avengers West Coast. So that's the name they chose for this one, and it's a lot of younger heroes. We've got Miles, we've got Nova, we have Miss Marvel, uh, we meet Amadeus Cho, who's the totally awesome Hulk, who's in this book as well, yeah. and uh, Vision's daughter, uh, Viv. Is also a part of this, and then we see Scott Summers on the on the cover. Uh, he's been promised to be a part of the team as as we go forward. Speaky voiced team. Yeah, you get of you get Scott some uh, you get some pieces at the end that, that there's a pretty good chance that there's going to be a lot of new people that are that are joining. You see images of Moon Girl. You see images of Ruby Williams, who will be the new Ironheart, the new Wasp, the new uh, Falcon. So there's a lot of room for this to grow, and coming out of Wade's Avengers book. And I actually really like Wade's Avengers book as he tried to kind of bring the Avengers back to being the Avengers after being, uh, you know, going through runs with Bendis and then Hickman for so long, not Hickman. Yeah. Hickman. Remember did uncanny. I can never, I always want to switch them. Um, you had a very deep, heavy Avengers story that was years long. Right. Mark kind of comes in and says, well, what we're going to do is have the Avengers and those are the bad guys and they go beat him up. Right. Um, And the stories were very good, but interspersed with that was having these characters kind of interact with each other. Um, We talk about from DC's Rebirth, the Detective Comics run that we love so much because each character seems to matter. I felt Wade did that very well with All New, All Different Avengers, and he's continuing it here as this kind of branches off. It really is a Young Avengers. I was kind of surprised yeah. they didn't go with that with that moniker. I thought Young Avengers would be a good right, it, yeah. It but is essentially, Young
1: Avengers. Yeah,
0: but Miss Marvel says, Kamala says she doesn't want to brand themselves as Avengers, so right. they've decided to take a new uh, a new title. Um, this is as as Ramos art as Ramos art can be, uh, which I I enjoy I've always really loved his style. You know, all the way going back to, to uh, the X Men 2099 days, the Nation X, or whatever the second title was that he he did. Of course, he has a long run on Spider Man, and of course, Miles is in this. Um, I really enjoy his stuff. It's really crazy. It's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's a lot of line work. It's okay. a lot of movement to me. Um, his very, backgrounds are very, good. Very very
1: stylized as well. Yeah. Very lanky builds on people.
0: Vision is great in this there's a small cameo by Vision as they go to find Viv which is awesome it's terrible bad guys uh, the, the, what they do to the heroing that they do within the book I, I think really matters and it's really well done the action set up really well too just kind of the
1: well, yeah, his art and his story structure, he knows how to lay everything out so it's very clear yeah. and very dynamic.
0: I mean, a lot of I think a lot of people still think of Humberto Ramos as, as young, but I mean, he's been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, Nation X is a, is a fairly old book, and that was one of the first books that I saw him do. Um, uh, it's a book that I think a lot of people kind of... Although Marvel's been pushing it, I think a lot of fans are kind of like, uh, what are we, you know? But if you enjoy that Avengers book, they all know different Avengers. This is an extension of it. It's got a different bit of a tone, but I think it's the same idea. And so if you enjoy a, a good standard Avengers book, I think you're really going to like this book. And again, Kamala shines. I mean, she's been such a great character since she was, since she was introduced a couple of years ago. Uh, the character that G. Willow Wilson set up has worked so well in other... Uh, in another aspect, she's a big part of the Miles Morales Spider-Man book, which is right. great. And, and that
1: animosity still carries over because they don't quite like each other. But in a very, but not like in a, it's a, it's an interesting sort of dislike. They don't like the way each other tries to do things. Well, I think in this, yeah, the, the big the big thing
0: in this book specifically is the fact you know if you follow Camel's history, she is an Avengers super fan. So quitting the team for Sam and Miles they feel like they really hurt her with that. Like, you know, guys, you have to be a part of the Avengers because it's the Avengers. Um, so I think that animosity at the beginning is really there because of that. Sam's got a lot of that type of stuff. Even if you read the Avengers book, Sam's sort of just like, this isn't a big deal to him because right. he's been on his own for so long. Yeah, he's, a, great, he's th- an OvaCore member. He- yeah, the, la- the last uh, one of the last arcs they did when they're in space and Camila and Miles are just like... Oh, We're in space. And Sam's just sitting there like, what's the big deal? And they just turn up like, yeah, we know you're in space all the time, Nova boy. You know, it's not a big deal, too. He's like, I go in space all the time. You know, they go out to actually find his father. So I'm also interested going forward because I really like Scott Summers. Um, One of the things I've been disappointed in is, the you know, making Scott Summers the jerk that everybody hates has always been bothering me. So young Scott Summers always intrigues me. So uh, being a part of this team, I'm interesting to see how Wade writes him. And how he reacts as being as a part of this team, so um, and being a kid again, yeah, again, yeah. I mean, it's we, he's been that way since uh, All New X Men number one, right. uh, so it's been three, four years now. the The miniseries that they had that Greg Rucka started was really, really good with him. Uh, I thought it really opened up a lot as he goes into space with Corsair, who of course is his father. So it's I, I wasn't expecting it to be bad. Wade Ramos. Yeah, no. you know, you knew it was it was going to be it was going to be decent, but I think Wade's. I mean, Wade's as good a guy at a team book like this as anybody who's working today. Um, his dialogue is really good. There's good humorous moments in it. Um, it makes sense. It's one of the things that your motivations have to make sense. One of right. the things when, when, the first incarnation of Marvel Now when they started Thunderbolts and they put Punisher on the team, they were just thinking, why? What? What are you doing? And when Ross says. We're gonna do the things that you already do. We're just gonna do it as a big team. Why do I want, I need to know how you stay out of the the, the target hairs of the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. and the X-Men. You, you have an FBI profile that has all of these pages and basically just says, Oh, you've killed you, a lot of people. We don't know what to do with this guy. Yeah. So the motivation for putting him on the team was enough that I actually really enjoyed oh, yeah. that piece and where it went from there. So the same thing here. So that's Champions number 1. Uh, as we talked when in the we beginning, Brian Azarello and Eduardo Rizzo came back together to do Moonshine. We have another uh, team that's come back to do a title that they've done before. Jessica Jones number 1, Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Gatos. Of course, Jessica Jones was the first Max title, the oh, yeah. first R-rated, hard Marvel piece. And I've said if you want to know where the birth of the modern Marvel is, it's right there. When they yes. started doing yeah. the Max and they started doing stories that had a bigger i don't know more not even realistic but more hard edge yeah a darker tone i mean obviously yeah. i still remember the reaction when you know the the cage comes and hits it and quits it as they say and everyone's just like what huh why would luke cage why, do this no he's yeah. a hero yeah you know and and bendis is trying to say just hold on yeah, there's a so- long-term plan uh, and but the Mac d-
1: stuff never used to really be in continuity either. Yeah, I mean, it was there. So it was very different.
0: Yeah, uh, her stuff is, when Mac started, it was, you know, they wanted it in continuity. Yes. When they got to, when Garthena's got Punisher, Punisher, he said he, was one, he wasn't putting it in continuity. Right. Because uh, his is completely out, but... Um,
1: yeah, so that Alias is still really, really good. Yeah, really Alias is
0: it. one of those things that it's a book, in, and again, like this, I love it says parental advisory, not for kids, but it's nowhere near as bad as the Max was. Yes, uh, In yes. terms of language and that type of stuff, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, Alias, which is the original Jessica, Jessica Jones book because she ran Alias Investigations, is one of those books that if you're a comic book fan, especially if you're a Marvel fan, it's a book you have to read. yes. Bendis and Gatos did that book. Bendis and Gatos are back doing They're this back book. with this, Jessica yeah. Jones. In continuity, Jessica Jones. Uh, she's in prison for some reason. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's it, it's in continuity, but there's still a lot that we have to learn about. Yeah. What happened exactly. Or and, how much
0: we don't know.
1: Right, what happened after things like Civil War, what happened with the merging of the universes. And, yes,
0: that's a big part of this. It's one of those, the, the fallout from the uh, inversion or insurrection or whatever they call the two worlds trying to meld together. Uh, it plays here a little bit, or we think it does. That's part of her case. Her case is a woman who comes and says, my husband thinks that three months ago he was married to another woman. Right. And that he has no memory of me before that point. And he can't find this woman since. Is he crazy? Right. Is he not crazy? You know, and we've what's been going married on? for 11 years. Yeah, we've is been married for a that? long time.
1: So, is he from the other universe? Is there some so, conspiracy going yeah, on? Yeah, so
0: there's a very basic plot in it, but of course, it's Jessica, so there's a lot of other things going on as well. Yeah, one of the big and questions sh-
1: I had, which was directly addressed in the book, was where's the baby?
0: Where's the baby? Where's the baby? That's a big part of the book because um, that was
1: one of those things, especially post Alias, was like, oh Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are together, they have a kid, they're Avengers, you know, things are kind of awesome. Yeah, they get
0: back into the Avengers and they have a child, um, and then all of a just sudden, just before the original Civil War, yes, yeah, and that's where Luke Cage forms the New Avengers, which was the the Outlaw Team.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then uh, they get uh, uh, pre current squirrel girl to be the protector of their baby because of course the person who can defeat thanos is the best
0: babysitter on planet earth well I that was that one was of the big things when benis did that run of who's the babysitter squirrel girl why because she's super powerful huh just wait just wait and see yeah she uh, was a little more serious but still had that kind of edge to her of like oh i can talk to
1: squirrels yes and that whole thing in this book is it's misty knight who now has a robot arm uh, misty knight's
0: always had a robot arm
1: Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's been the Misty, so... The yeah. Misty Knight on the show oh, doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, I've been watching too much of Misty the Misty Knight nice has
0: been... Misty Knight has featured a resurgence thanks to the Netflix Cage show, uh, which uh, there'll be more Cage to come. We'll put it that way. Yeah. The um,
1: And that was... She uh, was really good in that show. But yeah. uh, I mean, when they were doing the resurgence of Heroes for Hire... Uh, when it was uh, the all-female team yeah it was for, all-female team led by Misty Knight was yeah, really, it, was the,
0: really the, it was Fearless Defenders
1: yeah that's yeah, what it was uh, yeah it was Black her
0: Cat. yeah it was like Black Cat and um, Colleen Jones and White Tiger and yeah. that was actually a pretty good series it was, yeah
1: it was really really fun
0: great uh, Mark Brooks covers towards the end oh my too. god
1: yeah that guy where would he go I, I miss it. his art was amazing
0: he's doing um, he was doing Darth Vader covers
1: that's right he was for,
0: yeah. for the Star Wars stuff as he was doing, he was doing covers for Canon, and I still remember I'm looking through the the, the book like one Monday or whatever, and, and these great covers. And I said, you know, I, I love it being, I love him being on Kanan, doing those covers. But I'm surprised he's not on a higher profile book if he's going to do Star Wars covers. Right. Previews comes out that Wednesday, and one of our associates, Francis, turns to me and says, "Hey, look, look who's doing the Darth Vader covers? It's Mark Brooks." It's like, oh, there you go. So yeah, he was, he's still, he's still doing covers for Marvel. Okay. Um, I think he's got one of the variants out this week. Is his and stuff like that. So. Um, as someone who read alias from the start, read the entire series, reread it in the Omnibus edition, this really feels like going home again. the t- The tone is exactly yeah. the oh, yeah. same. The obviously the art looks is really good it, it looks really good. There's not much that Gatos was going to change, which I think speaks more of how good he was when he started as oh, he just hasn't changed. There was no need to change,
1: right? There's a little little refinements here and there, uh, yeah. you know, different inkers and different colors and stuff yeah, the like backgrounds
0: that. are a little different, but um, but he still really uses solid you know, all around. Yeah, the beginning takes place, you know, just outside of New York. He still uses the, the the photo pieces as the background. You know, it's kind of an easy thing to to put a photo in and then make it look like it's been drawn or whatever. Um, so yeah, I It's you're always going to get great dialogue with Bendis, you're always going to get kind of a layered story.
1: I mean, we got two, we got, a, we got a good A and a B story right off yeah. the bat. You've got, uh, got the baby, her- and then the mystery of the husband who doesn't remember his wife of 11 years.
0: Yeah. There's a case, and there's also a lot of personal going on, which is what comics do best. Yeah, um was really looking forward to this book because of the history of how much I enjoyed alias. And again, a book that doesn't disappoint. If you are a Jessica Jones fan, if you're a fan of the series and you've never yeah, if you picked up the, the original, this is, this is a great place yeah. to jump oh, yeah. into because it's not as, it's not as hardcore as the max series. Um, so, you know, if you're, if you're watching Netflix and then you're, you don't want an R rated film in your hands, then this would be the place to go to, but it's still got an edge to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's still got some bite to it. Um, So, yeah, uh, this was exactly what I wanted. I got what I wanted. A lot of Jessica, a lot of her case. I'm intrigued. I can't wait for the second issue. So Jessica Jones is really good as well. And, again, usually we talk about ones that we like. We're not going to talk about the books that we hate. Uh, We read a book, and it's no good. It's not going to make it on this show. Because why why just yell at you and say, don't go buy this. That's not the point. We want you to go out there. And we want you to go out and buy Cage, number one. Oh,
1: my God. Gendy
0: Tartakovsky of... Samurai Jack and the animation, original Star
1: Wars animation legend
0: anime, yeah the, the original Star Wars Clone Wars TV series His finally doing his cage book uh, this is something he talked about a couple Dexter's of years Lamb, ago oh, yeah Dexter, yes, that's right Dexter Laboratory Sims he's yeah he is definitely um, uh, he's one of our favorite Samurai Jack is one of my favorite cartoons of all time which is coming back oh, should be back by now it feels like they promised it a year ago yeah it like does. was this supposed to be spring this year like come on let's do it I need to know what happens.
1: Yeah, I I need to know. I, I want to know, know
0: how he fits to fits, I cool and goes home. I want him to go home. I want him to go home. Uh but yes, finally Gendy Kartakoski has cage number 1. Uh,
1: something he's talked about for a while.
0: Yeah, unabashedly set in the 70s. Yes. 1977 New York. It looks that way.
1: And and there is make no mistake, it is Strangely enough, which makes it all the better, in continuity with the 70s Marvel books, there's in, an in, editor's in. note towards the end of the book uh, when he meets up with the X-Men briefly, and it tells you exactly when this issue takes place. Yeah, right after, what was it, uh, right after 177? Gene, yeah, wh- there we go. Yeah, uh, right yeah, after d- X-Men 137, uh, the post-death yeah, d- uh, d- d- of d- Jean Grey. Yeah,
0: the piece is destroyed in the last exciting issue of X-Men 137, uh, 70s Tom it is done in Tartakovsky's very signature style it is very exaggerated it's very cartoony if yes. you if you want to call that it is really funny there's a great scene at a basketball court the which if you read is amazing yeah if if you if you have read any old marvel book from the late 70s and early 80s when you get to page 5 or 6 here on the on the court you know exactly what it is and i read it and i laughed out loud in the background it was so. I was like, oh, I know what this is. This is they're getting like. You know, I, was, I was. I'm wondering if the next issue will have like the, uh, uh, the hostess pies or something oh, like that. God. Like one of those. He is uh, so. Cage is, gloriously awesome. Just you know everything you'd you'd want him to be. Uh,
1: kicking ass, taking names. Yeah. The book has got a great humor about itself and uh, the era in which Luke Cage yes. uh, was the the narr- again the narration alone the unseen narrator of this book like there's one moment where he's waiting for Misty Knight inside of a diner and he falls asleep and I just like the the moment of uh, of the narrator's like 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 eight forty five cages is rattled and he just like wakes up and smashes the table in the Chinese yeah. restaurant
0: and it's just like all right I gotta go find Misty fantastic. Knight oh I the name of the group I'm not even gonna say the name of the group I want the reader to read the name. Of the first set of the villains that he runs at the into, very yeah, oh, it was so good. Uh, <laughs> as an X-Men fan, having the X-Men in this is really great. And you're just like, whoops! With, the, with, the, with Cyclops, <laughs> Cyclops and, yeah, Cyclops and, and Wolverine and um, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler have a, a cameo here. And it's just, oh, there's a mystery in it. There's people disappearing, there's heroes disappearing, and, old, and Cage. Old supervillains you've yeah, probably never he's seen trying, in he's, a very long time. So Cage is trying to figure out what uh, you know what's been happening is because like he's like, I'm a hero and I haven't disappeared. What's yeah. going on? Um, that's the
1: basic that's the basic plot. Superheroes yeah. are disappearing.
0: That's it. But the the joy of it is who Cage is how much fun Gendy's put into this book. The, this it's book hilarious. is a
1: love letter to nineteen seventies Luke Cage, and I'm really hoping Iron Fist shows up in one of the future issues. I'm I doubt
0: I can't imagine he wouldn't. They're so exactly. connected. They, they so- especially in the seventies. I mean neither of them had their own book uh, for for a long time at any point, so uh, Cage might get the highest recommendation because it's so much fun. It's, it's just so it's, it's so crazy.
1: I I laughed. It's I was like, oh my way. god, this is, this it's a great book filled with great humor. I mean, and again, it's Kenny Cartkopsky. He he knows layouts. He knows dynamic action. Yeah, he that's knows that's the big filling.
0: thing. I mean, the fight the fight dynamics in it are crazy. Uh, if you've ever seen the Clone Wars episode with Mace Windu where he takes on sixty thousand battle droids, you know, in a very Hyper exaggerated fight, but
1: not the CGI Clone Wars. No, yeah, we're talking the about the very, the
0: very, the first, the first shorts. Um, which, if you, if you haven't seen them, go back and watch. It's worth it just for the Anakin Asajj Ventress fight. Oh yeah, on on Yavin Four is just amazing. And it's his, so uh, beautifully well done. His reveal
1: of uh, of uh, General Grievous.
0: Yeah, General Grievous was first in, introduced in that series as well,
1: which then made his introduction in the movie so much more very disappointing. Different, yeah, <laughs> very,
0: very different. It's a very different character in episode three than he was in the uh, final couple episodes of the second season of the Guinea Tartakovsky Clone War. oh, Wars Oh my series. God, he was just um, badass in that. But in terms of, in terms of his, th- that uh, Mace Windu fight is kind of, you know, there, there's a very, again, hyper exaggerated type of moves here, uh, but it all looks fantastic as he's, he's fighting the bad guys here. Um, even the 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 scene in the basketball court is really crazy it's like that's that's not physically possible I would have broken his arms that way and then again you know just the facial expressions of him at the diner waiting for Misty and then when he jumps into the police case. yeah
1: he has has I mean look at his his face he has an animator's sensibility for very very exaggerated I mean this in fact in this moment not only that he's talking to a guy who's in a prison cell and then he just yanks the guy through the prison cell no it's great and his clothes rip off like an old uh, like an old Looney Tunes cartoon as he's being sucked through the the bars the design
0: work is really well It really, really moves. It's really, really funny. That is...
1: I, it moves so quickly. I was very like, I got to yeah, it got like, yeah. Oh, it does. No, yeah, yeah. That's the, if
0: there's any complaint, it's because it's really big panels and a lot of it too. Yes. I mean, it really shows off his art really style, beautiful art. and it is his art. No, not, yeah, that was the one thing I, that I was like, is, man.
1: This not only is gendy writing this, but this art style looks like Gendy Yeah, well, that's it, and then it's, it is Gendi. Yeah, it's
0: Gendi This is you know, doing the, the animators thing. were were basing themselves off of his original designs. In this case, he's just doing the whole book. That's probably what took so long too. Oh
1: yeah. No, it's a, a, an exciting book, a lot of fun, really great action, and if you've been watching the Luke Cage show, you can kind of see both the a, a classical interpretation of the character and you get to see the modern interpretation of the character on Netflix right now. And uh,
0: The very modern. The very, very
1: modern. very modern, and I do love that they did do the cameo of... The, oh, don't,
0: the... don't tell me. Oh, yeah? It oh, my I gosh. haven't seen it. My Netflix is... My, on my, my Netflix is net Fritz. We'll put it that you way. You gotta get on that. I know. It's not the end of the world. It's just, it's killing me. There's so much stuff that people are telling me. Like, why haven't you seen this? And why haven't you seen I'm like,
1: Netflix. So many people were watching it. It actually crashed Netflix's servers. It is kind of
0: funny because as many people as I know that were talking about that, you know, as we go out on a tangent, as many people that were talking about um, uh, uh, Luke Cage, you know, it didn't feel like that first weekend of Daredevil where it just seemed that's all anybody was talking about. Like, my... Yeah. my Social media feeds were just daredevil, 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 daredevil. Hey, something happened in sports, daredevil, daredevil. And I didn't feel that as much, but the people that were talking about it were were glowing effervescently. Our, our, my friend Ryan was just, he, it was, it's his favorite Netflix series. And we were it's, talking, my, it's my number two. Yeah, we, we were talking about it on, on our Nerdables podcast, of course, because comic dating is a part of the Nerdables podcasting family. Uh, the Nerdables podcast, we were talking about it in it was either Richard Ethan was like yeah but everybody says that when the new one I was like no no, no. I, I didn't see a lot of people when Jessica Jones came out said oh this is better than Daredevil or when Daredevil season two came out everybody said oh no that's better than Daredevil that's better than Jessica Jones um, I think a lot of people still held Daredevil as their favorite but Ryan unabashedly says this is his favorite since you know, Daredevil was his favorite beforehand this one and he says one of the reasons is everything is so tightly connected and the characters every character is, is a big part of what's yes. going on nobody's wasted so I'm super excited to see it. I just can't wait. It's killing me that uh, I'm not able to do so at the moment. At some point, I got to finish. And
1: I want a soundtrack. I want a CD, or I want to be able to digitally download the soundtrack for Luke I Cage. Imagine there's got
0: to be somewhere.
1: I'm, I'm, they did it for Stranger Things, so I don't doubt if enough yeah. people ask, they'll put it out. But it's 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 great. It's it's almost for me. I've always wanted like a '70s Luke Cage, <laughs> and this show almost meets that by the way the story structure is done a lot of the dialogue in it and the music and the music cues and the the way the arrangements are done because it is very much like a uh very much like a, a soundtrack from a 70s black exploitation film and, interesting but it is so well arranged that you could you could easily lift this show and put it in the trappings of the 70s and and have it still work as a period piece but it's all in the modern day but that's the one thing especially for me my dad used to show me superfly and shaft and stuff like that as a kid so that's a lot of what i watched for me it's just like god the soundtrack is amazing and and i did get the one thing i wanted the most uh especially because they the guys on netflix know what they're doing and i was very very happy to see
0: it marvel's netflix connection yes is doing well
1: oh my god those guys and I can't all it did is make me even more excited for uh, Danny Rand and the Iron Fist not to mention they just started shooting Punisher as well
0: yep John Berthold is shooting Punisher uh, as a big Punisher fan super excited he was great and we've
1: got Defenders and I think they said Daredevil season 3 is now post Defenders which will be interesting
0: we'll see how many other ones they give a second season to yeah at some point Um, So those are all the debut issues that we're going to cover this week. We've got some stuff that I think we're going to save till next week. I haven't had a chance to look at next week's invoice, so I'm not sure how many other issues we'll have, but there's so much other stuff to talk about. We've got uh, Green Valley from Image, uh, Shipwreck from Aftershock, uh, Shade the Changing Girl. Uh, I want to talk about that as a second Young Animal title. We covered Doom Patrol a couple of weeks ago, and we'll cover that as well uh, next week since there's just... So many big books this week. Uh, there was some of the other ones that I had I had mentioned to you as well.
1: There's a yeah, it's a big Chip big, big oh, Death of
0: X. Also, we talk about Death of X. I actually want to read that before I didn't get a chance to read it today. So uh, Death of X starts the the why the Inhumans and the mutants in the Marvel Universe are not getting along. Gonna um,
1: be, they going to be yes. There's going to be Inhumans versus X Men is coming as a Inhumans.
0: I think at some point they're going to be Inhumans. <laughs> Inhumans. 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 Something like that. Trying to figure out how to... Mute humans. Mutant humans. (laughs) And then Marvel goes, look! We didn't sell these characters! Woohoo! We can use them now. Uh, But we wanted to make mention of Superman number 8. This is the start of the Escape from Dinosaur Island story. I'm not going to tell you much about it. There's only a couple things that I want to mention. First off, usually a book that has a kid in it for me is Death. I can't stand them. Yep. You, the kids are not written well. Uh, the relationship is usually very adversarial. You're just like, we get it. Kids hate mom and dad. Mom and dad hate the kid. Whatever. Right. Um, this book with Jonathan Kent, who of course is Clark Kent slash Superman's son. I love Jonathan Kent. Yeah, He's amazing oh, yeah. in this book. Peter got,
1: Tomasi knows how to write kids yeah. really well. Uh, even when they're snot-nosed brats like Damien.
0: Yeah, but you know that's why that Supersons is going to be is one of the books that everyone's looking forward to. looks yes. like it's going to be the last one to come out. That in JLA, uh, he's written so incredibly well here.
1: If you're an older DC fan, Dinosaur Island should. Perk dinosaur up your Island ears. is it?
0: That's the thing, and I don't want to give anything else away. Except I looked this, and for me as a dinosaur fan, I'm like Dinosaur Island, awesome! I got to read this, and I got halfway through it, and I knew what it was. I yeah. knew what it was oh, connected yeah. to, yeah. and as I kept going. I'll be completely honest, I got I got a little choked because I knew what it was connected to yes. and I knew who it was connected to. And All the pieces
1: came together. Yeah,
0: and it came together very quickly and you're just like, oh, I, know I know what, what this is. is. Oh my goodness. And it's so beautifully done because it's not, it's not tricky, it's not memorializing, it's not manipulative, it's just presented out there. Yeah. And to use these two characters, and Crypto, Crypto's in the book as well. Any book with Crypto is a good book. Um, to have these two characters go through this, and to have Clark and John, especially Clark, who is very respectful of where he is, yes, in the in the universe, in the setting, as he starts to see these different pieces, feels to me like Tomasi and Gleason, who are writing it. Uh, Doug Mankey did the art for this issue. Tomasi and Gleason, as the writers, were being respectful of what story they were touching. Yes. By oh, using yeah. the characters to be respectful of the area they're in, of what they were touching. Oh, yeah. And it, should, and it was, in, it was in, a beautiful parallel. Intriguing. Yes.
1: Very, very intriguing. And it's
0: not the end of it, but for, at least for this issue, you know, if the rest of it is, because uh, it is a part one, if the rest of it is just them trying to get off this island, and that's the plot of the story, is they get stuck here. Um, even if this issue is the only issue that touches on what we're, we're keeping from everybody, keeping to, from telling other people, it's beautifully done in just that one issue yes. and that's all you need and the rest of it can go be the, the fun story right, of exactly. them. We're stuck and we gotta get out of here and there's yeah, dinosaurs. And they can do the action, they can um, do the
1: adventure any, and even yeah. just the characterizations like Superman's level of respect. There's like, You know, especially right at the beginning of the book, there's you know, a moment with a giant coelacanth and I feel like uh, pre-rebirth, you would have just had like a scene where Superman just punches his way out of a giant fish. Yeah. And in this, like, oh no, this is... Yeah, the
0: dunk- dunklet... dunk-let- dis- dis- I can't I can't remember the name offhand. But yeah, and it's it's drawn so well. Yeah. I mean, and you get a you nice, respectful
1: Superman, like, no, 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 yeah, we you don't get... know where we are, we gotta Yeah, careful.
0: we don't do these things. You get Dad, why didn't you tarasors? just punch out of that fish? Yeah. And he's
1: like, hey, it's alright. And of course, Crypto care.
0: is amazing. It's just... It's so, so good. If you are a fan... If you've been a fan of DC for a while, and if you've been a fan of some of the big DC stories, I have a feeling you've read what this is connected to. Yes. And I think you will enjoy it as well. You will so,
1: recognize it instantly.
0: Cage, highest recommendation that we can have. Jessica Jones, champions, very good starts, uh, quality, you know, quality people that are the quality creators, Moonshine, as Rello and Rizzo again. And if you're a DC fan, pick Superman. up Superman number eight, uh, really, really good book. Um, that's not as long as I thought it would be. Look at how quick we are. We're good. We're getting, yeah. we're getting better at this. Yeah, we're getting better at just going, hey, go buy this book. Go buy it's these good. books. They're cool. It's awesome. Uh, with people making it, are good. I mean, it's hard to have Azarello, Wade, Bendis, Tartakovsky, and Tomasi Gleason and go, uh, these guys suck. These, no, guys, these guys can they, write anything. No, you can't. Uh, there's, there's a surprise. They're They're good. Hey, Brian Michael Bendis knows how to write Uh, Knows how to write comic books.
1: Books written by some of the best writers and comics are
0: good. Brian Azzarello, that guy that everybody likes. Um, So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Like we said, next week will probably be a big week as well as we... Have some new stuff for next week, and then we'll we'll start trying to knock out some of the other stuff that we really want to talk about. Because I thought there were some really intriguing books. I'm intrigued by Shipwreck from Aftershock. We've never really talked about them. It's a really good company that does some really quality books. Um, and then some other stuff that we want to get to as well. Um, of course, before we go, I want to mention we are recording at Earth2 Comics in Northridge. Earth2 Comics is the official sponsor of Comic-Tating. Two locations here, one in Northridge and one in Sherman Oaks. Uh, best place to buy all of these books because they're all in stock. And uh, if you're a Rebirth fan, as we started off with Rebirth, all the Rebirth is still here. Um, and great staff that can point you in directions of other books that you absolutely love. You go to a Sherman Oaks store, run into any of the people there, ask them for a recommendation, and you'll walk out with five or six books. Same thing here. Um, if you're looking for a trade and you run into me, sorry, you're going to walk out with your wallet a lot lighter. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's going to do it for my partner, Sebastian. This is Chris saying we will talk to you next week. Oh my